0: You're listening to the Growth in Numbers Podcast.
1: At the end of the day, this podcast is not for the small-minded. This podcast is for the type of people that think like us, that are growth-oriented, that want to surround themselves with people that are pushers, that are trying to grow, trying to learn new things, expand their horizons, expand their networks, become more, do more, and make more. That's what this podcast is about. We're going to connect you with people that are doing it on a daily basis people that have done it people that will help you do it and at the end of the day we're going to provide you with resources from business coaches to life coaches to bookkeepers crm softwares to track how many leads you have from marketing companies that'll help you scale and blow up your business all those things including people that are doing it on a daily basis that have scaled their companies that are making money they're going to share what tips have helped them get to where they are today if you're growth minded this is a podcast for you
0: Welcome to the Growth in Numbers podcast. I'm your host Brendan McCaffrey, owner of a Christmas lighting and soft washing business on Long Island. I'm joined today by my co-host, Creighton Cordell. and together as friends, we have focused on growing our business and our businesses with numbers. Hence why we made this podcast The Growth in Numbers. One out of every five US businesses are failing out there within their first year. Creighton and I have come to realize that most of the time it's because all of us are wearing way too many hats in our businesses. We are the business. And when you start delegating and having to hire and expand and grow, that's where the numbers are going to. Be all of your answers. Think of your numbers for your business like a doctor looks at your health charts and your cholesterol and your blood. You need to know how your heart is pumping. You need to know the life of your business is pumping. Most businesses are failing right now because they're not using budgets, they're not raising enough capital, they have too much debt that they take on early, they're not even having tax compliance. They're not paying bills on time, and they're mixing some of their business and personal finances together. Creighton and I are going to create a podcast here. They're going to help dive into some of these topics a little bit more deeply than we do today. And we're going to bring on some industry experts in those fields to really help you understand your numbers as you
1: grow. Creighton, how do you feel about this podcast that we set up today? Thanks, Brendan. I'm Creighton Claudel, co-host of the Growth in Numbers podcast. I'm a home service-based business owner located out of northwest Indiana, about 45 minutes south of Chicago. We've got more than just corn here, so there actually is businesses here. Um, I've been fortunate to be in the home service-based business for the last eight eight years now. It's crazy how fast time flies. Uh, I was in the landscape, hardscape business for about six years, um, and now I own an outdoor lighting and concrete coating company. Uh, I've been fortunate to build some relationships with people such as Brendan. Brendan and I met through Facebook, a Facebook group focused on Christmas lights. And I've been uh, for- fortunate and blessed to have a lot of good conversations with him over the last two years. We're both growth oriented. We've both been through good and bad in business. We both seek to learn from those who have done it and who are doing it. So we, we've we decided to launch a podcast here today to share with you what, we've know, what we know know. What we're experiencing and who we're learning from, and hopefully to provide some value to help you grow and understand your numbers in your business. Now, growth in numbers means something different to everybody. When I think of growth in numbers naturally, the way that I am as a person, I think of top line sales. I think, how can I increase that top line sales? How can I go from 500,000 to a million? How can I go from a million to 3 million? I think of generating more leads, more cash flow just driving that business. Sales, marketing, and production is what naturally comes to mind for me. I'm a natural born salesperson at the end of the day. However, there's a lot more that goes into it. Obviously, we want to bring in more revenue. Obviously, we want to make more money. So how do we do that? What all goes into knowing your numbers in your business, generating more numbers, tracking those numbers, et cetera, et cetera. So the goal with this podcast here is to bring value, to create a value-oriented space, bring on people that are industry professionals business coaches bookkeepers business owners that have scaled and interview them and get their opinion on what growth and numbers mean and have them dive deep into one particular topic on a weekly basis so brendan and i are teaming up here we're excited to launch this podcast we know it's going to be worth watching so stay tuned for more content coming brendan what's growth and numbers mean to you my friend
0: So if you really want to get down to what type of mindset we need to have and why our podcast is called Growth in Numbers, we all have seen that show Shark Tank. Why do you think these billionaires that are investing money into thousands of businesses every single season need to know one thing and one thing only? what your business numbers are they don't mind they don't have a a weak heart for a a young girl who has a lemonade stand if she doesn't have her numbers right they're not gonna take her for serious but at the same time we've seen those 10 year old girls with businesses making little buttons or something like that knowing all their numbers going into that shark tank and walking out with deals shaking hands with billionaires they want to know the numbers, right? They need to know the numbers, your cogs. It's a big, num- uh, a big expression here in, in the home service business, your cost of goods sold. A lot of people right now, if you go into any convention and start tapping on shoulders, asking what your cogs were last year, what percentage, you're not really going to get that many responses of a percentage. You might get more responses of what's a cog, what's a cost of goods sold. And if you walk into Shark Tank, you're going to 10 out of 10 times walk right back around with no deal if you don't know your numbers. So numbers to me is how do we make a decision? Growth in numbers means does our numbers say, what does our numbers say to do, right? Are they saying to go get another truck? Are they saying to go hire a salesperson? Are they saying we need to get more marketing in there? And on that with marketing, even further in the numbers, What's our biggest ROI? Where are we getting our biggest return on the investment? So all these decisions in our businesses are all being done because of our numbers. Numbers don't lie.
1: People do. I love, I love the Shark Tank reference. Shark Tank, honestly, Shark Tank's been around what now? 10, 12 years? However long it's been around, it's, it's given me a lot of fuel. It's also, I think, helped a lot of just normal people understand business to a whole nother level. It's pretty straightforward. They make it seem a lot simpler than it really is. But at the end of the day, if you and I go on there and we have an idea called Mike's T-shirts, they don't care what the product is unless it can sell to the masses and it's scalable. They want to know what does it cost for one T-shirt? What's your cost to have it printed, have it embroidered, to get it shipped out the door? Is it $7.35? Okay. And then what, what are you able to sell it for in the market? Is it ten dollars? Is it fifteen dollars? So that way they can understand the margins, because at the end of the day, let's face it, they've all been there. They've all scaled their businesses in multiple industries. Obviously, every industry is unique right. to its own, and every business is unique to its own. And the 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 the, the capacity to grow it, per, you know, pertaining the, to the industry and the product and all that. But at the end of the day, it's it's pretty simple. You have to know what it costs you to do business, and what. your uh, your ability to charge is so that way you can make what margin you want at the end of the day and you also have to know how much can you really produce and what is it going to take to produce that number that you want to achieve so there's a lot that goes into growth in numbers when i think of numbers naturally i think of top line sales i'm a salesperson i'm a born hunter i'm a closer i love meeting with people i love being able to Take them from A to Z. I love being able to close a deal. I love being able to sell them a, a product that is going to solve a problem, provide a solution to their problem, and I love the feeling of closing a deal time and time again. I won't ever get sick and, of and it. And you're really good at that, Brayton. Right? From I'll knowing ever, you, you're you're really yeah, good at that. I know. I know. And and you know that my biggest problem right now is gonna is gonna be teaching a salesperson how to do that. That's that's me getting in my own way, and I'm hoping that. A platform like this helps me learn from business owners that have built sales teams. And
0: now you and I, we, we, we don't mow lawns, right? We didn't mention that we're landscapers mowing grass, but we wouldn't have to, just like a shark in the shark tank wouldn't have to. They would understand your numbers more. And how many landscapers that I've seen in my area growing up as a kid where their trucks are falling apart, they're not reinvesting back into their business and you see uh, thousands of companies come and go and i know if you go out and tap on any of their shoulders right now if we go out tomorrow morning none of them are going to know their numbers cuz everyone's just running things they're taking checks taking cash doing things fly right. by night and fly by night. that's that's what that's what that one in 5 businesses though in america are doing that's mm-hmm. really what they're doing mm-hmm. so you need Absolutely. you need to either right now If you own a business out there and are listening, you need to decide, are you going to be a shark or are you going to be a fly-by-night business? If you want to be a shark, that's what our podcast is diving into. So you could go into a shark tank and be a
1: shark and know all your numbers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's face it. I'm going to be direct. I'm blunt. You're blunt. At the end of the day, this podcast is not for the small-minded. This podcast is for... the type of people that think like us, that are growth-oriented, that want to surround themselves with people that are pushers, that are trying to grow, trying to learn new things, expand their horizons, expand their networks, become more, do more, and make more. That's what this podcast is about. We're going to connect you with people that are doing it on a daily basis, people that have done it, people that will help you do it, and at the end of the day, we're going to provide you with resources from business coaches to life coaches to bookkeepers CRM software to track how many leads you have from marketing companies that'll help you scale and blow up your business. All those things, including people that are doing it on a daily basis that have scaled their companies that are making money. They're going to share what tips have helped them get to where they are today. So we're going to provide you all the tools you need, whether you want to connect with those people or not after the episode. That's great. But what we're going to do is provide you free value between a 20 to 40 minute conversation where we're going to just basically dive deep into them and ask them questions that we want to know that I'm sure some of you do as well. So, if you're growth minded, this is a podcast for you. Let's face it, if you're not, then stop stop listening now. Don't <laughs> waste your time. Brendan, Brendan, what I really what I really want to dive into today with you, honestly, is my thing right now is we're in a weird time. Let's face it. I'm only 27. You're how old? 36. 36. Ah, uh, yeah, you're old. Um let's face it right now it's pretty freaking crazy like I haven't lived through you know a crash in the economy uh when i when it was 2008 through 2010 I was 13 to 15 years old like yeah I remember it but I don't really remember it you know so you kind of lived through it a little bit more and we're in some unique times because of covid and because of inflation and because of this, this war and just a lot of things import exports crazy gas is through the roof home values have increased over 30 percent the last two years like It's a lot of weird times. And honestly, I have not had one year where I've ever struggled in the home service business. I've been able to scale year in and year out. And I know you have as well. And times are going to get tough here here pretty soon. And my, my mom always told me, when times get tough, the weak get going. So now is the time. And I think it's showing right now that like you mentioned earlier about landscapers, there's these lawn maintenance companies that are still charging $25 to $35 a lawn when gas is five fifty to $6 a gallon. And you have two guys out there, like, do the numbers. Like, you don't even have to understand. It's basic math. You cannot be charging the same thing as you were three years ago. We're in 2022, people. Gas is expensive. Insurance is expensive. People are hard to find. You have to pay your people well. So you need to charge a premium. At the end of the day, it's like, I think those who really need to tighten up their business get their brand right get their marketing right get their sales numbers right understand their cost and dial in and, and run a lean mean production and efficient operation they're going to be the ones that are left after the neck you know here over the next two three years whenever things turn because things are going to turn I don't know what they're going to look like are they going to be as bad as 08 no I don't know that's a whole another conversation if I could predict it I'd be a freaking billionaire like Mark Cuban um but, Brendan, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, how do you, how do you feel about what's going on right now? And um, don't you think that's kind of uh, like hyper-speeding up, wanting to know what the fuck's going on in your business? Yeah, well,
0: that's why I think opportunities such as this platform, podcast that other service business owners can put in their earphones when they're out on the job or whether they're in the office, Um, you need something to keep you sharp in your business. Um, the people that make it will do the correct pivots during times, you know, people get scared of recessions, but the last recession we had, United States always bounced back. It took two years to bounce back. That's it. Everything comes back. We grew through a pandemic, the home service business industry grew 20% nationally through COVID-19. So what did that tell us? It's the things my parents used to tell me when they thought I was crazy leaving a union job when I started my Christmas lighting business. They said, what happens when there's a big snowstorm? What happens when there's a recession? What happens if there's a pandemic, right? We've seen all of those challenges thrown our way. And now, through a pandemic, we have proof from such a recent time in history that Home service businesses—you couldn't get a pool to be installed here. There was two-year waiting lists when COVID happened. You couldn't find any of those in—you couldn't find Same any here. of those Intex pools on Amazon if you had kids. So I know any of your parents out there listening. And dude,
1: you know how many fly-by-night pool companies are right now? It's insane. They go and rent an excavator and think they can dig a hole and drop a fiberglass pool, and really. I've dealt with some pools at are own level. It's like it's crazy because the demand is nuts and people are paying 80 to 100 right. grand so for these
0: things. Right, so that thing to answer your question is goes back to the small-minded concept. Um, there are, is, is everything you're saying correct about gas prices and house prices? Yes. But you know what that also means? We're charging the highest prices that we've ever charged, too. So – you know, if gas goes up and it's costing you on that job an extra $20 because gas is up this year, you should be charging your customer, and if it was a $500 job, it should be 520 And that's what knowing your numbers in business is, right? You know how much it's costing you in fuel on that job that you're going to. That way, if you didn't know... And you're predicting, oh, we're going to use 500 gallons this quarter when it was really 1,500 gallons. Well, that's when math doesn't start adding up and you start saying, oh, I thought we should have more money. You know, if every little thing in your business is not being focused and, and tuned in like that pandemics recessions all these things snowstorms my parents would be right 10 out of 10 times but i prove them wrong 10 out of 10 times because as a business owner we pivot you have to know how to pivot right um they use that word like a basketball pivot if someone comes Good over work. and defended Good you word, and man. shutting you out on that on that you know weak side you, you got got gotta to spin, spin the other ways, way look right. to pass look to right.
1: dribble Look to shoot, spend and, the other way, and
0: we're gonna bring guys. We're gonna bring people on here that that will show us, and they'll they'll we'll we'll have an episode based on pivot and pivoting in your business, and we'll bring on people who made some of the biggest pivots during times like that, where they've grown their company and expanded uh, when most people were thinking about shutting their doors.
1: Okay, you know, Brennan, the one thing I can say is that literally what you just said about pivoting and mindset and all that stuff. It comes down to what. what's the average person say? Right now, the average person is consuming the news, uh, consuming you know, all the negative stuff out there. They listen to the radio. They read the media. They watch the news, all that. And it's hard not to see that stuff, especially with today's society of social media and your folks. Like everything's there, and you see it whether you look for it or not. So at the end of the day, you need to be aware with what's going on in the world you need to be aware with what state the economy is in. I think you need to be aware of where the market's at and the real estate and stock. It's it's good to be educated because you have to use those things to make decisions, but you can't live in fear. You cannot surround yourself with people that are small minded, that are constantly putting negative chatter in your mind. You have to surround yourself with people that think that are opportunity based. Right. We're, we're thinking we're thinking Okay, we're gonna go into a recession. There's always, there's always money to be made. There's always opportunity to grow. You may have to shift and pivot and get creative and, you know, get more lean or tighten your prices or look for a new, you know, new niche or, or whatever. Work a little harder to get work, but it's there, okay? At the end of the day, those that are meant to be in business will stay in business. You find a way. That's what being an entrepreneur is about, is finding a way.
0: That's why we have this podcast and we named it The Growth in Numbers. 80% of companies with fewer than 500 employees will make it through their first year. That's from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And out of those, 70% of them are still operating at the end of the year, too. By the time they hit the five-year mark, just half of those small companies are still in business. Fortunately, even though those statistics are pretty bad, doesn't hold back Americans from reaching their entrepreneurial dreams. As of 2018, there were 30.2 million small businesses operating in the United States. The reason for podcasts and platforms like this is there's so many people that the United States Chamber of Commerce is giving us and telling us failing, falling flat on their faces, 20% are falling right out of the gate in year one. Only 80% of those companies with less than 500 employees made it through year one. And then the Chamber of Commerce actually lets us know the top 10 financial challenges for these small businesses. It's the simple stuff that I mentioned before. Not using a budget was the second Top reason why most businesses were failing like that. One out of every five. That's 20% is gone year one. So if you're not using a budget and you're listening to our podcast right now, that's right. Google, type it in using a budget. We're going to help you with our other guests so you're not going to have to do that. But you need to start focusing in on these reasons, and this will help save businesses that
1: do fail. Bre- Brendan, but it's it's simple. Like, budget. Write down your monthly expenses. How much does Verizon cost you a month for your cell phone? How much does your truck payment cost you? How much does your insurance cost you? How much are you paying your office manager a week? Right. All that stuff. There's,
0: there's a lot of basic stuff in business that people do not get. But that's why they need a podcast like ours, a platform like ours, where we'll bring people on that are specifically really good in those areas, so we could dive into it more. And you could set up your budget that's set up for a service-based business, so you're not Googling budgets that you know, a, a local cupcake shop is, is doing and planning their profit and loss statement. Home service businesses have COGS, which is the cost of goods sold, as we mentioned before. That's one of the biggest things that not every business out there in America is focusing on breaking up. But as small business owners, that's a huge number we need to put in. My accountant hates that we break it up like that, but it's tough, tough cookies for him, right? Because As a small business owner, we need to know that number of cost of goods sold is everything. That's your labor, your trucks, your equipment, the gas, the the chemicals. Numbers don't have feelings. Numbers don't have personalities. Numbers cannot lie. You know, the only person that can lie is us, the owner. And it doesn't mean lie as in not telling the truth. Lie is an acronym for lack in execution. So you're lacking in execution. And that's where your problems will be. It's not that there's the gas is too high. It's that you don't charge enough. It's not that my employees uh, don't work hard enough. Maybe you don't pay them enough. Maybe you're overpaying them and you say you don't get enough production. Maybe you need to find different guys that you could pay at a better rate. So it always comes down to us as the owners. We all know that. And at the end of the day, your profit and loss statement is going to dictate a lot. Your key performance indicators, what we call KPIs in the small business world, those Things are, are is what's going to really dictate all the decisions you need to make in business. That way, when someone comes to you and say it says monkey pox is starting to break out right now and could be the next pandemic, you know, in your head where you would have to shift money and numbers to make the numbers correct. If they ever started going one way or the other, it wouldn't have to be some master grand plan of, oh, no, we're going to have to fire people and this and that. You would know what you would do in your business to to make that right. And uh, by knowing your numbers, you'll always be able to make decisions. You could even make decisions on floating all your employees and saying, well, technically our numbers, this is our slow season. So if this pandemic ends and it opens in a few months, it's going to be our busy season. And we know we're going to have plenty of numbers and we could then spend more money in marketing than we ever did during that season. So those are what we were speaking about before with the pivots and only being able to have your numbers would be able to make you have those pivots.
1: We all desire an understanding of what our sales were for the month, what our expenses were for that month, what we're projected to do next month but well, we made that month. Obviously there's a lot of things that go into that. Yes, you, I agree. You need to be able to put the pulse on your business anytime. That's understanding your KPIs, your your key performance indicators. That's understanding all sectors of the business. Okay. And let's face it all, most of us small, small business owners barely can get through the freaking month. We don't even know if we're going to make money. We're barely paying ourselves anything. And if we pay ourselves a bonus at the end of the year, we don't know how much it will be till the end of the year, okay? So I guess at, at the end of the day, what my point is, is all this stuff, I'm freaking excited to talk about. I have a lot of thoughts on this stuff. I have a few great people that I can think of off my, offhand that I cannot wait, can't freaking wait to bring in this podcast. Keith Kelfis, did I say that? Oh, Keith, you want to come on here? Good, because you're going to bring some value. Um, We're going to bring some top top-notch guests. Stay tuned. I mean, people that are on YouTube that you already may watch, people that are in a complete different industry from you that you may never even think about learning something from that are going to spit some freaking fire, uh, somebody that knows numbers better than you even know how to spell number, uh, pe- You know, b- business coaches that have helped people take their business from $500,000 to $15 million in sales, marketing companies that know Google ads, Facebook ads and how to track them like a freaking whiz, all the above we've got it coming my friend so growth and numbers podcast it's going to be lit we're going to have fun we're going to say fuck we're going to say shit we're going to bring you value we're going to be real authentic this is for the growth-minded people the growth and numbers podcast is edited and produced by jared cummings Executive producers are Creighton Caudell of Level 10 Epoxy and Luminate Outdoor Lighting and Brendan McCaffrey of Mr. Holiday's Lighting and Pressure Washing. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mail at numberspod.com. That's M-A-I-L at Numberspod.com. And visit our website to get today's show notes and templates. Our website is numberspod.com. That's numbers P-O-D.com.